Production. Recorded live. Good evening. Welcome to Poco and Happy Hearts Versus. It is Sunday the 12th. And I'm glad to see you here. We have Sweet Lady and Mama O in chat and Joe the Verb Mind Dancer on the line. Welcome. What's up, Poco? Hey, there you are. This fine Sunday evening. You still get a lot of uh, static, Poco. Okay. Funny, and my phone doesn't have the cover on, so it shouldn't be. Let me just turn the speaker off. That better? A little bit, yeah. Okay. So, how are you tonight? Excellent, excellent. On the 12th day of National Poetry Month. <laughs> so you got something to share with us? Yeah, I got something. I got something. Let me uh, grab it real quick for you. Okay, let's see. All right, here we go. This is called uh, Mother May I. It was hard lying to you, Ma. Not as much as untruth. It was the inability to say how you've hurt me. Deserve correcting that punishing aside. There was a coldness in your eyes. There was a wish I was like other guys. I'm not surprised. I, too, wondered why. Sports wasn't my thing. I wasn't a social being. What I was and am now is an individual thinker. You never seemed to get it. It's like I was vetted, and my sister got the nod, that prudish, prudish snob. I was treated as poor while she lived high on the hog. I never told you how I felt, not for fear of the belt. It's just this permanent wealth never healed. I love you still. I was fed and clothed, sheltered from the weather, protected from bad dreams. However, there was this distance, this resistance of me. And the instinct to protect was love right out of me. A mama's boy I was not. A loner I made me. There were a lot of moments you thought you were saving me. No two siblings can be treated alike. Just treat them right despite their differences. My heartfelt opinion is you failed to do that. I just could never tell you that. So I played by my rules. Living under your roof proved to be detrimental. So I spent a little time in the observation booth. I was watching you, watching everyone. I played outside too until time was done. 
I became cold and calculated, evaluating everything. I understood the why of every living being. So, Mother, may I take this toast to your name? I kept no pictures to remind me of memory's pain. Here's wishing you well in heaven or where you lay in rest. You were not the worst, nor were you the best. Complex, yes, for you complicated me. In another life, I will meet you, and I will ask you then, Mother, may I, in peace. Powerful, powerful peace. Thank you, Poco. I love it. Okay. So we still have Mama O and Sweet Lady in chat. I got a piece that's called Credible. A good man. A good man. Respects and loves his mama, but she beat his ass and that seeker died with his self-esteem. There is always exceptions to the rule. A good man provides for his family and he worked all his life from the age of seven hustling doing what he had to do. He never got the chance to finish school. Works more than one minimum wage job for he is underqualified. His callous hands and worn-out shoes he tries to hide. He doesn't meet your standard of living. So, a good man you couldn't find. A good man can fix anything. Nope. He may not be mechanically inclined, but he knows who to take it to to get the job done. He works hard to pay for it, though. A good man is a handyman. He may not know his wrenches or pipes, but he knows when he is in over his head, so he uses the yellow pages instead. A good man spends time with his kids in those moments of daddy-daddy in between uniform changes. A good man doesn't drink or smoke. A good man doesn't help because a good man doesn't need downtime. Because in your opinion, he is ruining his mind. A good man cooks and cleans and a good man knows how to repair the root scene. A good man satisfies. A good man, he does cry. A good man has many shoes. A good man has swagger. A good man smells good, and a good man folds laundry. A good man doesn't kiss and tell, and a good man is a gentleman where he needs to be. A good man is hard but soft and strong but sweet and has strong muscles and soft feet. A good man is faithful. A good man is dependable. A good man is supportive. A good man is a great lover and a better friend. A good man never lets you down. A good man stands strong in his belief. A good man doesn't talk about other shortcomings, and a good man never gives up. A good man turns failures into stepping stones, and a good man is losing credibility because there is a good man being talked smack about because he isn't a good man for you and this. 
impeccable. Love that piece, Coco. Thank you. Beautiful. Mama, oh. Yes, yes, yes. But, um, yeah, those are some traits of a good man. But um, all of them are necessary for him to be good, though. He doesn't have to have the muscles. <laughs> yeah. Say, <laughs> so your good man got to have the muscles. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Mama Ola Daisy, how you doing, love? I'm doing okay. Got a little cough. <clears throat> I'm not moving as fast as I used to, but I ain't standing still either. Uh, I feel you, same here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poco, that poem you sent out the other day, oh, my goodness. I can't even hardly read it without tears coming in my eyes. And I don't know if you were writing about something that happened or about somebody else. I'm not going to, like, ask you directly, but if you could send me an email, in, inbox me, I would like to know. Uh, the... <laughs> First one I did. Mhm. Yeah. Yes, that that's true to life. Yeah. Huh? I said it's true to life. Oh my goodness. I can't hardly really stand it. So I'm gonna read this one called Excuse Me While I Puke. Okay. I hear screams of virgins looking at their innocence tortured. I see flowers hiding in the shadow, covering their eyes with shame. I smell the putrid odors fuming from the stench of bushmeat, eating scavengers, forcing intimacy on cherubs and angels. I see abused women and children giving up and dying because no one is looking for them. I saw the first lady of indifference at the mall caressing a Gucci collar for her little poodle dog. I heard that birds still sing and flowers still bud. Right now, I cannot enjoy their contrite delight. My eyes are filled with blood. Is there any more bizarreness to ignore? Excuse me while I puke in poem. Awesome. That was awesome, Mama. Yeah. Telling you, you know, there's so much of that going on. You would just think that in this 20 and 21st century that things would be different by now. We still got the the female mutilization going on. We got the girls from Boca Raton missing. We got, you know, children being abused. You know, it's just too much going on. And it's um, women, we just haven't made any, you know, strides that you can really put your finger on because under the surface it's still going on. And I was just really yeah. tormented when I found out that it had happened to somebody that I really love. And that's you, Poco. And um, believe me, it. it now I understand you better. I understand your your thought, how you take time and think about everything before you speak, um, how there's something, you know, sad, but just, you know, I always, I always try to make you laugh all the time, and 
I can barely get a good chuckle out of you. You know, all those things I <clears throat> I understand a little better now. And um so I just wanna let you know I love you and um you keep writing your little heart out, honey, because somebody just might read it that needs to see that. You know, I always I believe we go through everything for a reason and it's part of my story, so Mhm. It's something I knew that you just have to dig down deep and share because someone out there needs to hear. That's right. That's right. You know, um, and, and then, I had gone to a summer camp when I must have been about, I think, 15. And I met these two sisters, and they were hitchhiking into town. Very interesting to do. But when the sister, one sister came back, she came back by herself, and I knew just by looking at her she had been raped. And I took her, and I'm like, listen, if you have any hope of finding justice for this crime against you, you're going to have to call the police, tell them what happens, because as time goes on, there's going to be no evidence of what happened. Mm-hmm. And I had taken her somewhere to talk to her and tried to get her to get to the nurse to get someone else involved. Mm -hmm. And a pastor came along, and he's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to encourage her to go to the police so if there's any chance for finding justice for her, that it can be done. And he looked at me, and he's like, but that's not important. I'm like, how can you say it's not important? That's like saying she's she's not important. Mm-hmm. Like saying don't, you know, don't look at the finger. But it doesn't matter. And I'm like, it does matter. Everything she's going through right now matters, and you're saying it doesn't. Hmm. And he's looking at me, he's like, well, why are you so upset? I'm like, if I didn't know the signs of what had happened, then I wouldn't know what had happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, for you to sit here as a man of the cloth, a preacher, a pastor, whatever, and to say that about this girl, I'm like, you're crazy. And you can keep on going and let me handle the situation because apparently you're not equipped to, to that's do so. definitely true <laughs> anyway. That's, that's true anyway, just on the anatomy <laughs> mm-hmm. alone. But, um, and I'm like, I have people here that can help, and I'm sure we can get through the night without you, but to sit there and tell someone that she isn't entitled to her emotions and feelings. Mm-mm. Or she's not entitled to try to, for at least someone to have it on record that it happened to find out, maybe to find out who did it, because it could happen again. And if they have a sample of that semen, um, they can know if there's one particular rapist out there or you know, somebody doing this to more than one person and they have a better chance well, of finding them. On top of that, it was more than one person that had raped her, so mm-hmm. that was, you know, terrible to begin with. I was just like, wow. Yeah. Definitely need, they, they definitely need some uh, DNA from those characters. Mm-hmm. And Joe, oh, my goodness, that that poem you did just a while ago was heart-wrenching, and I have to ask you the same thing. Is that a true story, or are you talking about something that you witnessed in somebody else's life? It's a true story. Mm, mm, mm. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It just 
Mm-mm-mm. I can't stand any type of child abuse at all. You know, I can't stand it. You know, my my children weren't going for it anyway. They, they, I don't know. They had some type of protection around them whenever I lose my temper. I don't remember my. Well, well, it wasn't so much as abuse. It was just uh, just seemed to be like a, you know, lack of concern. Well, indifference, ignoring your child, not giving them attention, showing more attention to the other children. That is a form of abuse. It actually is. It makes the child yeah. withdrawn. It makes the self-esteem bad. It makes it, it makes you know it makes them want to know, you know, it, why is he di- being treated different? And there might be some underlying reason why. And you you know, as a child, you can never figure it out. I'm I went through that because my mother didn't want um she didn't want the baby. Well, I could understand why she didn't want the baby. My father had no business messing with her. You know, she didn't come up here to Cleveland for that. But for my whole life, I had to suffer. From both of them, because he mad at her and she mad at him, and I had to be the bigger person and have to really raise both of them. He was like 17, she was 18, and, you know, she didn't know anybody in Cleveland. So I understand that, you know, and that she kept find, trying to find Mr. Wright and making babies with them, and um, definitely, I mean, being the first one, I really kind of like ended up getting stuck with all of the other kids. Um and they weren't, you know, listening to anything I had to say, so I had to get gangster on my on my, my siblings and stuff and arguing with my father because he wasn't stepping up to nothing, and then she didn't have four other husbands since then, you know, and three other babies. And it's just like the, I was the one that was being ignored, you know, because she didn't, you know, that's to her I started the, the whole thing. You know, if it wasn't for me, she probably would, you know, have a Ph.D. somewhere or something, you know. So it was it was definitely a form of abuse. And even now that she has Alzheimer's, it still seems like I'm the first person she pulled a knife on. But I'm the one that goes over and fixes her meals and makes sure that she sees videos. And I keep up on Facebook, uh, you know, her family, I keep up with her family because she's, you know, the last one of her of her siblings. So um, that can go a long way. I think that's why it kind of wrenched my heart so much, though, is because of, yeah. of that type of abuse is something I can identify with. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. Well, guys and gals, I guess it's just us. I'm I'm still on my poem page. I'm gonna, y'all going to read some more poetry? I'm going to see who this other caller is. Okay. <laughs> Well, All righty then. Okay, okay. You will just read them again, I guess, since I have nothing to say. Well, he said, "All righty then," in that same little voice that was sounded like it was the same one that harassed us the last time. <laughs> you know, ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, really. We're here with serious issues, and people want to play. They need to and we have Kane Spade also in chat. Good. Kane, how are you? All right, Momo, if you've got something else, please. Okay. Um, I'm going to read. Um, I'm going to read Because He Gets Me, the remix. 
This is the second version of this poem. I think I kind of liked it too a lot. He gets me. His jealousy prompted him to find ways not to love me, but he could not not love me. He wanted to share hours more than I had to spare. I only had seconds to give, and he gets me even when he speed reads. When temperament undermines his empowerment of me, he loses it. Arrogance overshadows his maturity. All I know is he speaks to my intellect. He gives credibility to my written soul. His idiosyncrasies tolerated. Every woman, I think, would prefer a man who searches creative minds and somehow communicates in prose that he really gets her. Wonderful. Yeah, that's the second second one. Let me see if I can find the first one. I didn't change that much. <laughs> but it does feel so good when somebody really gets you, doesn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It, it, it's just like a soul connection. You know, the best time. And, yeah, and then you know, and then you know, then you know. Of course, they're gonna get carried away because they don't want to ever let you loose again. So you end up on the phone for like twenty hours, or on Facebook till your fingers about to fall off. Or <laughs> you know. Well, let me uh, let me drop one on on you while you were looking. Uh, oh, I, I wasn't giving it right now. Go ahead. I was just. Saying there's part, there's another part. I don't know. I don't know where it is. I gotta find it. Go ahead. Okay, this one's called. This one's called. Uh, I can't say. I can't say. Yes. Okay. How does one cope with imminent death? How can you smile and wait for that very last breath? How do you sort through papers from a life you favored? Do you laugh at a photo from your last caper? Does your life flash back to your very first kiss? I remember mine, and I can still taste it. Is a life truly wasted, never reaching all your goals? Will the ultimate question finally be answered upon the release of your soul? I think of these things knowing a friend is ill, and it hurts that I thought of it. I just can't hide what I feel. Extrasensory perception can be a curse or a blessing. Whatever you call it, the pain doesn't lessen. Here's the question, and I'm a and I'm requesting a little help. Should I express what I feel or keep it to myself? This is hard on me because I feel I will be lying. How do you not tell a friend you know she is dying? Will I speak it into her life because the thought is just as bad as the deed? Should I simply remain silent and not proceed? I made her smile today when she was down today. And my selfish for feeling better for letting it out this way. My mind is on a tray being served as a meal, scrambled like eggs as I ponder this reveal. What should I feel besides heartache and pain? How can I speak on what I can't truly explain? Help me stop the rain. Help me stop the rain. How does one cope with imminent death? I'll ask you once again. In peace. Wow. 
intimate, intimate death, intimate. Yeah. Is the death of intimacy? No, intimate, intimate death. You oh, know. intimate death. Okay. Yes. Intimate. I think. Now, what? Can you give us a little background on that? Yeah, I uh, I have this friend that uh, you know I've been going through some uh, you know health issues and all that, and uh, you know somehow I just talking with I get I get the sense that uh, you know she might not be around you know pretty much longer, so mm-hmm. we kind of came up with this form. I mean, how do, you know, how can you tell somebody that you know you think that that's what's going to happen to them, or do you just remain silent, or you know what do you do in a case like that? Do you tell them, or you just uh, you know hold it in and just hope for the best? Okay. That's what came that point. Oh, okay. Wow. Hmm. At the age I am, it's like almost every month, every other week, you know, that's going on in my life. And um, what I usually do is do just what you did, wrote a, write a poem. But um, I usually wait till, you know, till, till after. Because I think the time that they're living, you, you want to just kind of like, Enjoy each day, because none of us know the minute or the hour. So I would just enjoy enjoy while they're here instead of um, kind of like you got to live it over and over again. Then when it happens, it's like you could have been using those days that you, when it did, wasn't going on to do something different with that person. You know, um, just have like you know if it's a really good friend, just go and you know talk to them about something that y'all did that was fun in your life or bring up some good memories or about something. And if they can't respond, if they're really sick or something, they can't respond. They can hear. They just listen, and uh, you just create you know a good you know memory in their spirit. And I think that's what I would do. Well, thank you for that, Bob, Mama on the Daisy. You're actually the first person I actually had an answer for that. Now, thank you for it. Thank you. I'm glad. That's, I wouldn't want to miss out on you know, You'd be missing out on some time when you, that you could be enjoying with that person. Yeah, cause I, I did that when I was a kid. I, 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 was a, I had a fear of being an orphan. And I think that that would be the worst thing that could have happened. And I already told you all that stuff that was going on. So now this is before I had the other siblings. And it just I just had this this impending doom that that something was going to happen to my mother, you know. And I didn't see a father around, so I'm like, if something happens to her, <clears throat> I used to watch a lot of Shirley Temple, and she always played a play played as orphans all the time. <laughs> she was always in the orphan home. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 so I'm like, if something happens to her. I'll be an orphan. Oh my god! And, um, <laughs> so I used to just like get up at night and um, go and see if she was breathing and <laughs> all kind of crazy stuff. You know, getting a bed with her and all this stuff. So yeah, it it, it can because it follows. It still follows me to like to my adulthood. You know, and now she's like eighty something years old and she's stronger than me. <laughs> <laughs> and my prayer, my prayer actually used to be, I want to die before my mom, because I, I just didn't think I could take it. But look at all those years I agonized over that, you know. And here she is, like 
out there breaking up ice, shoveling snow at 87, 80, what, 87 years old? You know, and I'm like, Mama, you're not supposed to be doing that. And I felt those muscles in her back, and I'm like, she's a tarsed bull, and she's true to her sign. I mean, she walks, she shovels snow, she she gets that defense mode stance, and you better back up. As a <laughs> so, dude, I might not be an orphan, but um, uh, I just, you know, I just regret all the years I suffered uh, just with that same thought over and over again that, you know, ever since I basically could even think about death, uh, ever since a little child, that was my fear. Uh, going to be a doggone orphan. Yeah, well, that piece is actually going to be uh, published in uh, the May's edition of uh, The Year of the Poet, too. Okay, well, I haven't even read The Year of the Poet 1. Is that the one you all write a poem a month? Yeah. Oh, I would like to have a subscription. Yeah, I'll send you the link for it. You know, you get the, get some downloads and everything in there, so uh, I'll definitely hook you up with that. Yes, I would like to have a subscription today. That's, a, that's the one you've been working on now for about a year and a half? Yeah, yeah, we 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 well into the second year now, so well uh, it's been going well. Wonderful. Well, I'm glad to hear. You know, Joe, you're kind of quiet, so you have to kind of send me stuff. I got all kind of groups that you know I don't I don't even advertise that much, but um, people find their way there. You know, especially for little intimate things like that that you want to be able to put your hands on anytime you want to, and without it getting pushed way down somewhere where you can't find it. You know, mm-hmm. I have. Um, uh, a, a group called My Favorite Poems by Other Poets. And I think that would be a good place for you to post that, you know, and then um, I have a... Well, I, I, I'm not going to post I'm not gonna post it until the, uh, you know, the book comes out. Not, then, I'll, then I'll post a piece. Yeah, whatever you, whenever you want to. I was just telling you some places that yeah. would be a good, look, you know, a good a strategy to put the place it in. Okay. Where it won't get pushed down and, you know, people can see it. The other the other site I have is called uh, When Poets Speak Out, and that would be another good uh, site for you to post it on. Any anyone any poet that's what I made the sites for, but I just don't advertise a lot, you know. So. I want to welcome Sweet Lady and Team Spade on the line. Sweet Lady, how you doing? Can you hear me? Hi, Sweet yeah. Lady. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Life is good. Life is it still sounds the same. Yes, sweet little <laughs> voice. <laughs> yeah, we forgot. <laughs> so how you been doing? Good. I'm a little tired. I was working. I work every Sunday, so when I come in, sometimes I just sound like I'm busted. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So what's changed in your life in the last four years? Nothing. <laughs> you sure you're not pregnant? I no no unless there's I'm I'm not gonna go into no details. <laughs> My future husband's gonna be a lucky son of a somebody. I'm you. <laughs> well, I thought by the time I heard from you, you'd be at two babies. It's been like four or five years now. I've been waiting for you no. to get give My me a grand friend. waiting for you to give me a grandbaby. I know, right? <laughs> I'm waiting to give me a husband. <laughs> Sometimes we got to just leave, leave the husband out of it, just find somebody with good DNA. You know what? <laughs> I can't do that. If I, I'm sorry. If I didn't become a mama, and 
I'm just teasing. I'm my 20s or my 30s. I ain't going to do it on purpose by myself in my 40s. <laughs> uh, I turned 41 in February. Just oh, sweet lady, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness, you're making me old. No. Well, you can, yeah. I mean, that's your choice, but, uh, I mean, it's no... Nobody wants to put a ring on your finger, you know. Husbands are falling out of the sky anytime. <laughs> Have you found any place that you can meet somebody that's of your caliber? I mean, do you have a like a club or organization, a church or? I mean, I go to church, and I guess I'm still new to the church that I'm going to now. I've only been there about a year. So mm-hmm. I think as I get more active, you know, maybe husbands do come straight from heaven, but. Right now, I think I'm just, yeah. All right, then, well, I, I, wish, so I wish you all the best. I wish you all the best. But just to give you a, um, something to look forward to, my mother was born to my, my grandmother at 50. Wow. <laughs> yep. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yep. And by you being a pure woman like that, with everything intact, it, it still could happen, so no, no kids we don't credit. give up. We don't no, give up. <laughs> no kids for credit. Ain't too hard to look at. <laughs> well, and and yeah, and just the fact that you're just a clean woman that never really been around. Men have to appreciate that, if nothing else. Okay. <laughs> you very well. All up. right. Yeah. So know your worth. Virtuous woman. <laughs> Got to know your worth. That's a that was, that's worth a lot. <laughs> yeah, everything's intact. Okay, so um, I'm here in Kane's Bay back there breathing heavy. What's he doing? Well, hold up, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say over there, Mama? <laughs> Just joking, son. <laughs> I ain't trying to marry you off. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Mama O always up to mischief. <laughs> I was just checking to see if you was paying attention. <laughs> I was. I was, Mama O. I had my uh, my desk right here taking notes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and what's going on? You know, Poco, I hear uh, Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer. You know what's going on, people? What's up, Kane? How you doing, brother? I'm good, I'm good. You know, shout out to Sweet Lady, too. You know, uh, Sweet Lady walked in here and was like, damn, I'm an Ozone. Uh, I got to get all this information here so I know what I'm talking about. That's because she hasn't been around a while, and we, me and her go way back, like five years, and you know, we just talking, talking in private and chat, and so I know her plight, and uh, I was just it's like, I haven't heard from her. So I'm just glad to hear from her. You know, of course I gotta be nosy. I wouldn't be mama. It is, there it is. You know, I don't even know you, sweet lady. I know you like who the hell is this guy talking about me. But, uh, you know, I'm Kane Spade, in case you don't know, I got shows going through the week. You know, if you are in the poetry like that, stop through the mall. You know, Joe is uh, one of my members, too. You know, he got his show tomorrow, uh, him and Queen's Mind cutting up 7 p.m. All artists lined up on a Monday. 
second. Yeah, I, I need to get back into supporting the shows because I think I kind of fell off the planet a little bit as far as my writing. And now I'm kind of back in the, the swing of things. And well, can we hear some of your old stuff then? I got one from Valentine's Day. I actually wrote it because um, your, your son, Mr. Uh, Carlos, gave me an awesome title. And okay. He gave it to me like two years. You did about written in pain? Yes, indeedy. Okay. Well, you know you he know, loves you. all our poetry names. Well, you know he loves you. He loves you. He loves him some sweet ladies. So. I know, right? So he gave you um, a title? Yes, he gave me two titles, and one of them actually got published in um, the Poetry and Prose e-magazine. Oh, let us hear that one. Yeah, because he, he um, well, I don't have that one up yet, but I'll read it when we go around again. Okay. But this one's called The Trouble with Thinking. The Trouble with Thinking? The Trouble with Thinking. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's the title he gave me. And, of course, in sweet lady fashion here, it was nothing. Speak up a little bit. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm using a cheap little crackhead microphone. <laughs> oh, Five dollars joint. You ready for me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we're listening. I think we got everybody muted. Okay, I'm ready. All right. One is called The Trouble with Thinking. The trouble with thinking is that thinking gets me in trouble, especially when I think about you. And lately, you're all I seem to think about. I've always thought love should be an addition, not a distraction, but I'm drawn to you by these laws of attraction. You seem to bring out the best and the worst in me. You help see my beauty, but you intensify my insecurity. I start to open up to you, but then I become afraid. Afraid to show you my crazy. Afraid to show you my unpretty. Afraid to show you all the things that make me afraid to show you the real me. So I hide my scars while still wishing upon stars and hoping one day I'll be right there where you are. From the beginning, we've had this chemistry. Then somewhere along the lines, my emotions got the best of me, and I found myself wanting to give you the rest of me, not knowing if you could ever do the same for me. And to make matters 100% worse, I opened up and said I loved you first, with no idea if you'd ever say it back. And the dead silence felt like a heart attack. And when you finally said it, I knew that you meant it, even though I can count on both hands how many times you've told me, I can't begin to count the number of ways that you've shown me. I know that you care for me. You've always been there for me. But there's a difference between caring, loving, and being in love. And the truth is, we've always been on two different pages in two different chapters, and sometimes even in two different stories. And that, my dear, is what's making me worry. Sit here, writing this poem. I can't help but wonder if one day we'll write our own happily ever after, or will I end up writing my heart's obituary because I swear one day love's going to be the death of me. But for love, I will give the very last breath of me, especially if I end up with you breathing next to me. Here I go thinking again, and the trouble with thinking, I think I think too much. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, the friend zone is a son of a bitch, I'll tell you what. (laughs) 
Wow. That was, that was a beautiful poem. I love that. It was beautiful, but it was sad. It was. I can't, my life. I can't stand when it doesn't have happy ending. I mean, I just get it. She gives me a fairy tale mode, and then, <laughs> no, right? and then it's like no happy ending, and it's like I don't know what to do with myself now. I swear, it's the downside of being a Pisces. Mm-hmm. You know that hopeless romantic, and it never quite fits the fairy tale. And then you end up in the friend zone because you know that it's what's best, even though it's not what your mind and your heart wants because your heart wants everything to be so perfect. And then, well, it's not going to be perfect, but like I said, uh, you can just have fun, you know, like when the thrill is gone, you can leave right afterwards. Mama, you know me. I'm, I'm a long, I'm, I'm I know, but you, I mean, kind of girl. just enjoy it, you know, Life is too short to be like, you know, just waiting for Mr. Perfect. I mean, if Mr. Almost Perfect thrills you <laughs> and makes you feel good and you can tolerate, you know, the things that people have to tolerate on, in each other as human beings, you know, like, you know, we all have to do the same thing to survive. You know, we got to use the bathroom and got to cut our toenails and all that kind of stuff. I mean, if he's a human with a heart and you can... You can learn to love somebody. I mean, you gotta stop being so picky. Oh, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I just need to get out more. I don't know. Yeah, you know, stop being so picky. You know, sometimes you might not you might not get exactly, you know, the kind of thing you drew out. Drew out like my son. He goes around drawing how he wants his kids to look, and so then he goes and looks for this prototype of a woman they're going to get. He wants his son to have these big thighs, so he goes find this woman with big thighs. I mean, I'm like, I see. <laughs> he draws them on his paper. Like, I think this is how my child going to look with her. <laughs> you know, no, you got to just, you know, not be so serious. Just find somebody that you can enjoy being with. You know, even if it's not sexual at first, just a sexual attraction at first, it's just somebody that you can just have fun with, that you can just enjoy, have laugh and joke, be friends, be close friends, and then when he starts acting funny like he don't want to go to the next level, you know, um, tell him, say, well, if you're not ready to go to the next level, then um, let's just give it a try and see how it would be if we did take it to the next level <laughs> and then <laughs> see how that works. Sometimes sex bonds the deal. See, to me, the next level isn't sex. The next level is making things exclusive between the two. Because you need, I'm sorry, I do. I need that assurance that it's just me and him, whether we stay friends. Oh, I see what you're saying. But, yes, I mean. I'm all about exclusive. You, you haven't got there yet. So I'm saying maybe after the sex, that's what would be next. They wouldn't want to. can't do that. I see. I can't have the in, the not knowing where I'm going. If I'm going to sleep with somebody, I need to know that it's just me and him against the world. But it's not there. You're not at the stage yet where you can make that. I'm not there yet. When I get to that crossroad, it's not going to be something where I'm going to sleep with some dude that's my friend and I have no idea where we're going. I've done that before and it sucks. Oh, you did try that. It didn't work. No pun intended. <laughs> okay, well, I did, that didn't work. Okay. 
I don't know. I just don't want you to be lonely. And I'm, I'm fine. At this point, I'm fine because I know my worth. Okay. You know, the things that I did in my 20s, I would never revisit. Okay. Well, as long as you have lived and enjoyed some type of life, you know. Yes. It got me in trouble. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, oh, that's wonderful. Crazy. Okay. Well, you know, at least you know what you want and what you don't want, so. Right. That's a good mm-hmm. thing. So I can yeah. just erase this picture out of my mind that you've just had no fun in life. and No, no, no. <laughs> you just met me at a point in my life where I've been single for a long time. Okay. I, I haven't always been there. Okay. I've, I've had a couple exes come back talking about how they miss me, and I'm like, oh, you catch the vapors now. Sorry. No. <laughs> well, how do you feel about that, Proko? What's your advice? Live life to its fullest. That's what I say. And I think I've done that. You know, mm-hmm. love will find you in the most unlikely places and predicaments. You just never know. You never know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she probably needs to join more organizations and stuff where she can meet people on her caliber. Most Even if you just go down to the, um, you know, some of those, like, places where you volunteer, you know, do volunteer work or something, a lot of times you meet a lot of interesting people that are also doing volunteer work. And at yeah, least you know that where their hearts are. I'm very comfortable. You, you, you determine you're going to hook her up into your uh, mom all the day. No, I'm just waiting for somebody else to read. I'm, and we're, not, we're going to talk about something. Okay, I'm I'm a hush. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I'll seek therapy another time, I promise. I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't mind being single. I just don't want to be single forever. I know I'm actually pretty content. Okay, end of sessions, and I won't say nothing else about it. I love you. Okay, I got one. I got another one for you then. Get ready. I'm going to let Kane Faye go. Oh, yeah, go ahead, uh, Brother Kane. Do your thing. All right, all right. Since I'm hearing uh, stories on the mic here, I got a little story right here for y'all. Yeah, this uh, this piece is called uh, The Detective. And it goes like this. Investigating and solving crimes is my job description. As I sometimes be committed to do, however, the streets have tainted my hands, corrupted my mind, and some would call me dirty. I have fallen far straight, pimping hookers, consuming drugs to harassing college chicks when they're caught with illegal substances just to see what they would do to remain free if some got on one knee to appease me. Others compensated with a nice donation. Most of the drug dealers I'm supposed to arrest shakes my hand, pays me off, and tells me I'm the best. For telling them off before the bus come, they call me friend. Don't see me as a cop, but a nutcase with a badge and a gun. Every day as I take my fix, I live in ecstasy. Some call it bliss. One night, I encountered this college girl who seemed so beautiful, innocent, that she didn't do nothing wrong. But she was alone as I started to plot, asking her at such a late hour, shouldn't you be home instead? You're out in the street late, walking alone. She replied, I'm lost, sir. Can you help me? 
as I stared down her shirt, exposing the crack of her breasts. Lust came over me as I replied, I'll walk you home today, maybe I'll be a good guy. As she was glad to hear my reply, she walked in front of me, her body, oh my. As then my mind changed, I started my pimp game. Then she said, girl, I mean then said, girl, with you looking the way you do, you would have fellas doing what you want them to. As she looks at me, with a confused expression, I explain in the form of a lesson. Listen, why don't you work for me? Come on, bitch, everybody needs money. As she gets mad and tells me to go fuck off, I get pissed and strike her hard with a closed fist. She falls, hits her head, now not breathing or able to move. I nudge her with my foot and start to fear what I did appeared to be clear. Fearing of getting caught or being seen, I flee the scene. Make it home, open the bottle of Jack, took two shots, then one more, tilt my head back. Then started the dreams, I thought that what was happening as I seen that girl again, getting up from where she died with her neck broke, head tilted to the side. And she says demonically, you're a corrupt official who doesn't deserve the badge, now your life is over. As that shit she said, I sobered her fast, but she was still in the room with me as I screamed pathetically. She pointed and laughed, his hands from hell grabbed my soul, drifting down the path of despair. Remembering in life I lived in sin, now it's time to pay, if only I didn't let lust get in the way. DSR all day. And peace. My brother, you've been holding out. Ooh. What? Oh, my goodness, man. Wow. Man, that was the fastest horror movie. I hated that policeman. I felt sorry for the girl. Then I felt sorry for him because he just a victim of sin and couldn't, couldn't help his lust. And the story was told so unexpectedly, like you didn't know where it was going to actually go. It was awesome. I mean, that story could be a short play. That story could be a long movie. Most definitely. That 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 that, 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 that policeman is uh, it's something like that out there. It was one patrolman was out there raping. He was a highway patrolman. He was out there raping uh, people. He stopped on the highway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, uh, one in uh, the one in Alaska was black, and uh, he he did five victims. And then it was uh, one in the uh, all the way over in um uh, uh in the, on the east coast, and right in in the states, not uh, not in Alaska. And he 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 raped about ten or fifteen women. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy right there. I agree with you, Mama O. It's a lot of crazy cops out here who shouldn't even still have their badges. They should be either locked up, retired, or fired. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of craziness in the street. Yeah. I want to say thanks to Joe. And Joe, man, you need to pay attention to your CEO, man. I said that piece before, man. I heard it. I, I, I think I heard a, a story like that before, but I don't think it was that articulate. Or you edited or did something or spoke up or something or told it. I think I remember hearing something like that a while back, maybe a couple of months ago. But um, it's the first time I heard it like that. 
I mean, you really told that story. Hey, thank you, Mama O. Thank you, Mama O. And uh, thanks, Poco. I heard your feedback. You know, that piece was out of my book, Awaken the Poet. You know, check it out, Amazon.com, if y'all want to make a purchase. Well, first of all, you know, I have a program called Reading Out Loud, where we take your book, and me and Gail Shazora, we'll read your poems and stuff out loud while you're sitting there getting an interview. And um, then that way we kind of promote the book, and then you'll have like a little package where people can kind of see what's in the book. Because all they got to do is listen, listen to the recording. So we'll, we'll be starting up again in May, so anybody that has a book that they want to, you know, us to read <clears throat> uh, from it uh, on the air, mm-hmm. and uh, let us know, and we'll be starting up again in May, and it's called Reading Out Loud, and that's myself and Gail Shazor. Cool. Definitely got to check that out. All right. Thank you very much, King Spade. Appreciate it. That was an amazing piece. Well, Mama O. Yes. Yeah, Gail. Gail is part of the uh, Year of the Poet, too. Yeah, I, I, when you know, I first started off, I remember, but I was like head, head first into trying to finish up my book, and then I ended up never finishing that book because I ran into something, and then um, I started another book. So like now I got two books, and I don't have any of them. Um, they don't have their um, table of contents, and they don't have their their forward. They got bios and prefaces, and they got all kind of stuff, everything, but it's just not downloaded and not finished. And so that during that time when I knew you and Jamie and her were doing all that, um, I was do, I was off into to that book, trying to get that book out. I was pulling my hair out. And I finally just put it down and left it alone and started another book. <laughs> <laughs> and so like now I'm all into this other book, and I still haven't finished the other one, so... I just realized today that I'm a starter. I start one project and leave it alone and um, before I finish it. And so I'm trying to, y'all pray for me. I'm trying to do better to finish something. I want to welcome Lion to the show. Lion. Hey, what's going on, fam? Hey, how you doing? I can't complain. I can't complain. How's everybody doing tonight? Excellent. Welcome. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Hey, I'm so hey. late, but man. In chat, we have Kane Spade, Mama O, Sweet Lady, and guest five on the lines. We have Mama O, Lionheart, Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer, and Sweet Lady. I have shut down chat so no one can chat. I apologize, but. Why you guys shut down the chat? I told you that was him. <laughs> I told you that was him. When I heard mm-hmm. that little, um, yep. When I heard that little stupid, um, yeah, I knew. Exactly. But they're not going to rain on our parade line. Okay. What have you got for us? Who? You, Lion. Oh man, I thought I was coming to this. No. Um. <laughs> Uh, oh shucks! <laughs> I know, right? Hello, um, um, hello, Lion. Welcome to the program. I gotta, I gotta go um, off the phone for a minute. So, could you put me on mute and uh, and uh, 
I'll listen online for a minute. I'm going to put the phone down. So put me on mute. Okay. All right. All right, well, uh, it's most of my pieces, there's no real title, so I'll just get to it. You are indeed the murderer of men. You told me you were broken, and I should have listened. I let love influence judgment. I underestimated the level of pain within you. I overestimated my strength, assuming I had what it took to stand for you. You are indeed the murderer of men, the reaper. I wish it was my life that you crushed under your whim. You embedded yourself into the inner workings of everything I am, and now you destroy me, cell by cell. I saw beauty in you, my love, beauty that was worth the risk, but I wonder was the beauty in you I saw just a mirage fabricated from the heat of the hell blazing inside of you. I drowned in the deepest oceans of my sorrow. And I incinerate within these confines of rage. And in my darkest moment, I can feel my heart crumble. Trapped in a prison where everything reminds me of you. Even my dreams taunt my hopeful thoughts of you returning to me. Only to awake to repetition. Only to die 1,000 deaths. Only to wish that you would just answer my longing for you. Be it your outstretched hand or your blade. See this? This is maddening. Love me or put me down. I cannot bear this anymore. Pain pumps bane in my veins and it burns. They say it's better to love than lost, to have never loved at all. They neglected to inform a love loss. is like a parasite feeding on you until you become nothing. They say you always feel like you can't live without love until you have no choice but to. But is this living? I would much rather forfeit my life than to live every day dying in this cesspool of love and abandonment, feeling pain's blade shave time off of my soul, slowly and calculating. I wish I knew was your love alive, was the feeling of you in my arms the fabrication of my mind. What will I become when the cold is all that I have left? My love, when did the diamonds leave your bones? That's that. Wow. Lion. Yes. It is wonderful to hear you again. I'm not hiding as much as I used to. I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Um, life has been so busy, so it's a pleasure to hear you. You know what I mean? It's been too long. Far too long. It won't be as long this time. So what have you got going on? Um, I actually uh, started an entertainment label called The House of Lions. And um, what we're doing here is I mean, I know where I consider myself a top tier. I'm just a person who loves its art, and people love the way I perform. So what I've been doing for free is helping, you know what I'm saying, artists get off the ground. 
uh, creating platforms from them within the city so that they can have performances and showing them, you know, what it takes to help hone their craft and um, starting workshops with inner city schools to give them an alternative, you know, as long as you know me, Poco, you know, the community and kids have always been my heart. So I figured, you know, I love poetry, I love writing, so how can I use it to really push the people I love forward? So this is what I came up with. So I've been working on that, uh, doing shows myself, and um, I will have my word. I'm saying it to you first. My book will be out by the end of the year. I never wanted to be that poet. I just wrote because I loved it, but I guess enough people cussing me out. I'm going to go ahead and get it organized, and uh, it'll be out by the end of the year. Yay. That's awesome. My autograph, man. Yeah, of course. I'm just saying. I need autograph copies. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Boom. I don't buy an autograph book if I can help it. I, I Enough it. about me, Poco. You know I hate the spotlight. I want to hear some more poetry. Please, you didn't hear what they did to me. Whatever. <laughs> it started the Find, Miss, Find Sweet Lady a Husband Foundation. Well, that was possible. Ooh. Yeah, anyway. I got it was pocket. pretty close to Sweet Lady Dating Game, just about. It was yeah. so great. Uh, <laughs> no, always miss the good parts. I tell you, you miss it. <sighs> is when you read poetry like that, I want to find whoever she is and choke slam her straight to her throat. You know, man, people have that reaction. And it's like, like where is I don't know. I hate being known as, like, the pain poet. Like, everyone's like, oh, my God, your writing is so hurtful, but it's beautiful. Like, I just, I just express. I don't, I don't want people to feel that way. I'm protective of you, though, because you're my wife. Oh, I, uh, I just want to find her and bust her up a little bit. I feel so spicy. Yeah, so I called you. Definitely, we got Laurie Edwards in the building. Oh, what's up, Laurie? Yo, 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 what's up? Yeah, I had to take my phone off mute. How's everyone? Good. How you doing, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. Is that a verbal verbal mind dancer? Oh, sir. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. What, what's your oh, name again? Okay, man. Nobody, nobody know me, man. I'm a no. Nobody know me. It's okay. Ever. Nah. Call me, nah. Anyway. Call me no. <laughs> nah, nah. Man, um, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Um, I need to ask the ladies a question because I, I want to do something special for the host and the ladies. Um, can I be bad for a minute? Definitely. All right. It's, a, it's erotic. It's an erotic piece. Are you ready? Laura, it's yours. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is called um, Lay Down. Let me lay down. Ooh, let me lay you down. Let me lay you down. Girl, let me lay you down. Mm. 
lady, you're making my nature ache. You got me feeling so green in the pants, it's about to be an earthquake. I want to part your insides like Moses did the Red Sea. But first, I want to get started and sip from your fountain like some green tea. I enjoy that soulful, throaty moan as your eyes glaze over and you appear comatose from my manhood's dose. You're pulling me close and scratch my back as my joystick is doing a river dance in your wet sack. In our steamy episode, I want to put your whole body in a sensual mode. As your mind, body, and spirit, I want my mere presence to implode. I want to have your pussy pop locking, have your eyelashes curling, teeth gnashing, and your jaw constantly dropping. My manhood is going to make you feel like you had an orgasmic amphetamine, making your hormones and your nature addicted like a coke fiend. Baby, I just can't get enough of you. I love getting that gush from you. When we loving, I love to feel myself inside getting that pull and push from you. Baby, I enjoy sending you into an epileptic daze. Making your body go through changes like a plant is going through a photosynthetic phase. When our bodies glide, it's like a solar eclipse. My nature is growing so much and erupting like a shooting star in between your hips. Baby, let me lay you down. Let me lay you down. By the way, baby, um, what'd you say your name was again? In peace. Hey, that was tight, Lowry. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, this is Joe the Rebel Mind Dancer. Oh, what's up, fam? TMZ in the Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good to hear you, man. Yeah, you, you too, fam. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Definitely. Larry mm, Edwards, heating up our airwaves. Wonderful <laughs> to hear from you. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's good to be heard from. Love the show. Love the vibes. Let me get my call in. And what have you got going on? Well, I've been doing a lot in New York. Um, um, keep. I'll keep everybody posted on my page. I got a couple of events that haven't been confirmed just yet here in the New York metro area. Um, I just recently did the uh, Mike Geffner Inspired Words at Funkadelic Studios um, in Manhattan. I have an upcoming project, um, a mixtape, DJF Presents Chronicles 11 Pain featuring Lowry. That'll be out soon. I released the, uh, I shared in the chat room a few of the stations are playing it. Um, I have a spoken word soul piece called Hard Loving. And I'm also, uh, once again, spoken word Billboard Award Best Male Vocalist for 2014. And I have an album, Poetic Love, which is for sale on www.lowry.bandcamp.com. Awesome. You are one of those ones that always has something going on, and we are always grateful to hear from you, and I appreciate you coming on through. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Always will stop by when I can. All right. 
Does anyone else have anything else to share this evening? Yeah, I got one more for you. All right. Joe, take it away. Okay, this one right here is uh, called Didn't Turn My Head Around. She walked past with her sexy ass, gliding with the grace of our pre-slavery queens. Her smile beamed, and on this cloudless day, the first day of April with his foolish pranks, those left and stellar mothers with an attitude of spike, where does she rank in all the inequities of life? She walked by almost demanding a stare. Others would, me, I didn't care. That voyeuristic look back like some trained reaction, like a comic book caption stating the obvious. I remained oblivious and carried on my conversation. It was nothing more than about dogs sitting on the floor. Yet it seemed she poured more into her allure. One thing's for sure, I didn't look back. Even the click-clack of her heels with their springtime sex appeal didn't stand a chance for a glance. Walk on by my sister with your head held high. She didn't get an oomph or my, my, my. What she got was an eye high, a look of hello. I'll let the other brothers ogle. I'm not that fellow, nor that shallow. Not today, at least, maybe tomorrow. Who knows what visions a new day brings? This day was not in the grand scheme of things. She was worthy of a double take. I absorbed her in a mental snapshot. Was she the most beautiful woman I've seen? I think not. She was all that in a bag of chips. Some may double dip. Not I, not this guy. I continued to converse and didn't bat an eye. What she was was an inspiration. Hence the title of this little summation. I didn't turn my head around out of respect. She could be someone's mom, and I must pause to reflect. It's an uncomfortable feeling being whistled at. Cat calls and all, I know the experience. That belief is a compliment. That thinking is delirious. So let's be clear on this. Everyone doesn't like verbal praise the same way. And a lingering gaze is the same thing. How you choose to do it is on you. But I didn't turn my head around. But she knew. It bones. I love that. Thank you, Coco. Always a gentleman. You know, I always think of that. Y'all too good for me, man. I'm scared. What's that line? I say, y'all too good for me. I'm scared. What and ever. (laughs) Oh, man, come on. (laughs) Make me bring out my inner white girl. (laughs) Whatever. I'm scared. (laughs) Who's next? This is all the same. You ain't never scared. All right, I have a piece called Sometime. I found the sexy in the short man in his gentle caress. I found the sexy in the tall man, the strength to pull me into his reality. I found the sexy in the funny man, for he kept me in smiles and laughter. 
making me feel like I was the only woman in his world. I found the sexy in the big man, and he kept me safe in his arms, and he kept me far from all harm. I found the sexy in the gentleman. He made sure to tend to all my needs. I found the sexy in the millionaire, and I allowed him to simply be. I found the sexy in the poor man, and he created the beauty of my world. I found the sexy in the virgin man sharing unforgettable moments. I found the sexy in the uneducated man teaching me from the book of life. I found the sexy in the artist and snaps and dabs. I found the sexy in a man in the screen. He was more than just what his character seemed. I found the sexy in the singer. His soul serenaded me. I found the sexy in the mechanic with movements of intention. I found the sexy in the teacher, and he became the student. I found the sexy in the nerd who asked me why, because nerdy is sexy to me. I found the sexy in the poet, for he wrote it this way. I found the sexy in the rapper, he freestyled his way into this moment. I found the sexy in the moment of honesty, the moment of acceptance. Sometimes sexy only needs the opportunity to be found in peace. Your level of writing and delivery is impeccable. Picking exactly what words to stress on. Oh, the voice. Yes, indeed, I concur. Thank you. You can't rip the mic like that and be trying to sound out shy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I am all shy. That is who I am. <laughs> I, I read that poem. I, I, I really, you know, I really enjoyed reading it, and so. I was glad to hear you recite that. Thank you. I believe we have CV in chat. Oh, you better call in, Uncle Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, can I read another poem? It's Mama Ola Daisy. Yes, you may. Okay, this one's called Deep Stuff. I need to write some deep stuff. Like how people do not know how important it is to know thyself and think for self and know that you are what you are. And even if they clone you, you are still uniquely you. Even if you are a bee and accidentally landing on manure instead of the flower petal off of which you fell, you are still a bee. How deep is that? You are not a fly. You are still a bee. Find some stench that hallucinates strong like musk. I need to write some deep stuff like, okay, it might chase you away from the hive, but you can still thrive. Fly, be, fly, be, 
because you can, not because you smell differently. Pollinate a mushroom growing on some cow dung, psychedelic mycelium. They will welcome you in as they dance to your radiant colors, magic mushroom dust, and the scent of perfume. Yeah, that's some deep stuff in porn. Profound. I like that. that was a good one. I really did like that. My validation. Thank you. Lion? Yes, ma'am. I recognize your voice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Mama <laughs> O. That's a no comment. <laughs> okay. Oh, I definitely loved it, Mamo. You know that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> back off the mushrooms, though. Say it again? Say back off of the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not promoting it. Promoting it. It was a poem. <laughs> I got you. It's just in case people, you know, get caught up in some shit, you know. doesn't mean that they become the shit. You know, they still can uh, be what they are. We have a new caller on the line, Michonne. Is that Nashawn? All right. No answer. Maybe they're just listening. Yeah, they probably got a step on me. All right. Okay, does anyone else have anything else to share with us tonight? Uh, All of us are poets on here. I know they got stuff. It's just, it sounds like you want to go. You ready to go? Because I know they got some stuff now. Come on, y'all. Oh, I'm I'm locked. I'm locked and loaded. I'm locked and loaded. Well, let's you ready? This is called away with words. It's more than the ABCs of it. More than do, more than dotting the I's and crossing the T's of it. The poetry of it is in the mind of a mixer. Like an apothecary's elixir, they can fix you on up. Complicated formulas where in one word misplaced can cause the whole idea to explode, never making this case. Tears in lieu of laughter is a disaster because you forgot to put a period after a certain word. Sounds absurd, but it happens. A caption could read, beware of Doug, and you know Doug is no thug. 
You added you to the mix and easily fixed, but peep this. Poetry can convey emotion so strong, am I right or wrong? There's poetry in every song, and it gets lost in the translation if it's a little bit too long. This is by no means a thesis on how to write. Even lost in translation isn't right. Not totally out of context, it just sounds tight to me. That's the thing about poetry and me. I can rewrite this for days, pick the right meter. That wasn't a typo either. Just to show what I'm saying, past tense, present tense, prepositional phrasing, that's probably wrong too, but it's the rhyme that's engaging. Even Edgar, Edgar, even Edgar Allan Poe had a flow. William Shakespeare, I'm sure you all know, used words in ways that every English teacher today will give you assignments to interpret what they meant. Now that didn't rhyme, did it? One more element to the sheer beauty, beauty of poetry. It doesn't have to rhyme or be all wars me. It's descriptive, funny, unpredictable, and money, where only but a few have made a good living from it. It's really quite rare that one writes not for the love of it. Metaphors and similes, homonyms and commas, Lord, them things can cause all kinds of drama. Inappropriately placed can erase the whole thought process, leaving a reader left to guess. Y'all just read this mess. And spelling, oh yes. Y'all caught that, I bet. But that's the funny part. Poetry is a funny art. It can be so personal. It can be so vague. It can have motherfuckers want to curse you. Or is that cuss? Oh, well, what the fuck? It can touch those who really struggle to convey. The words might not express what they feel. A poor's words may even heal and have that zeal. Poetry for me is simply how I feel. In peace. <laughs> Yo, that's a weird word play. <laughs> very clever, man. Very, oh, man. very clever. Love that. Oh man, that was that was really, really some wicked word play. I loved every minute of it. I I kept laughing. <laughs> it was just funny in spots. Yeah, most definitely. Wow. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Always a pleasure. Um, we have Star on the line and CB. Welcome. Hello. Hey. Don't be coming on here with the soft voice. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I have a soft. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, Star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you? Doing good. Was that Lionheart I heard? Yep. Yes, nope. that's a lion. <laughs> oh, uh, I saw him in person. He's a mess. Oh. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chuck. Huh? Oh, she said she was on the phone. I'm sorry. What? Oh, she said she was on the phone. I thought Uncle Chuck was on. Yeah, he's on, he be on the line. Yeah. Hello? So you been quiet. For real? We're on the phone, you man. Hi, Star. Oh. How you doing, baby? You know what? You play too much. See? This <laughs> you and that big ass burrito. It's all y'all fuck. Play too much. Shut up, man. Shut up. What you talking about? <laughs> 
Why you got this voice saying, girl? Get that poetry going, baby. What you doing? Get that poetry going. <laughs> Did you teach him this story? Did you show him it? <sighs> Nothing to do with that. He he is the king of messes. You got Hi. something to share with us? Um, I have a little something something. A little something something? All right. Uh, okay, can you hear me? Because it seems like lately people haven't been able to hear me very well. I can hear you. I can you. hear you, yeah. <laughs> this is called Love's Dream. I had a dream. There was a beautiful man that stood beside me. Skin not dark as ebony, but darker than a tan. Yet that rib, that was the ribbon on the true gift inside. I dreamt that he held me when the day... Reality became less, became a beast. When tears from my eyes would sometimes leak. See, I also dreamt that rafter filled the air. The sight of, the sight of doubt was never near. My dream explained struggle. Pain would be present. But show the light that we made together. It was brighter than fluorescent. I dreamt there was good times. And I dreamt some may be bad, but I saw when we looked in each other's eyes that, see, that's a dream. I would love to dream forever because we never stay mad. I shall see you in my dream again. We'll be walking hand in hand. And that's my dream. Oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, what a beautiful morning! <laughs> Everything's going well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only dreamer. Wow! If we can't dream, then then we don't live because we have nothing to live for. That's so true. And, and I have, I definitely definitely have something to live for. So beautiful. Yep. Yes, life when you can when you got it like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. How you days. doing, Mama? Those days, those days. <laughs> hey, oh those days. She took me there. She took me there. Mm. <laughs> Definitely. When I was young and beautiful and in love. Oh my God. Star. <laughs> <laughs> You can be as love at any age. You don't have to be in your 20s. I'm in my 40s, and I got the best thing right now. You really, oh. That poem was really powerful. It really took me there. I mean, I left the place I was in, and I was there walking on that beach hand in hand, and I was like, you know, memories came back. That was that was awesome. I like that. Thank you. Definitely. Hey, um, the host of the show, Poco, can we read some poems by other people other than ourselves? Sure. Okay. Um, when it's my turn, uh, I when it's my turn, I want to read one by Paul on Sunbar. I got an itty bitty one. Okay. We I have, have one too. CB and then Lily. Oh, Lily's in the house. Hi. Hi, everyone. Oh. Oh Lord! Somebody do you. 
Somebody oh, do. you stop. <laughs> hey, Lily. Hi, Mama. You were awesome last night, girl. Thank you. Wow. What was last night? Huh? What was last night? She had a feature last night on the I had a feature Friday night. I just had one uh, right now oh. on um, on um, um, One Positive Way. It just ended. So you just don't open your mouth. No, I open my mouth, but see, your people don't be accepting the advice. Therefore, I don't know what to tell you. Man, you got my number. I ain't talking about no damn advice. (laughs) Somebody lelling. Somebody lelling at Lily. Somebody lelling at Lily. Well, (laughs) okay, but not everyone got to... Um, no, feature, no, no, um, no, 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 I said three words. Who was that saying I said three words? But 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 they were very important. Who was that saying I said three words? What are you saying? Oh, that you know? that that was that um, <laughs> that's Lionheart. What were those three words though? I don't know. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Um, uh, Poco, um, send me Poco. Send me your um email. I'll send you the track. <laughs> <laughs> And um, yes, I know the other one should be ready in a few minutes. If she said it was tonight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So sorry, I missed you, It's okay. There will be more. There will be more. No, don't apologize because you ain't know. You know what? You're on the <laughs> track number. He is on Morning Wood. Quit playing. Not everybody Ooh. get not, exactly. Not yeah. everybody got to be on the CD. <laughs> you the only one that was on the CD. So don't you give me attitude, oh, I'm sir. Sure. I didn't know about that. Oh, she's talking like the teacher, Lily. Now. Oh, yeah, that's the teacher. That's right. I got, I got my ruler. You better quit playing. I'm not cussing. Oh, the only reason I'm not cussing because I want to respect Poco's show. And uh, my I mom is here. I can't, I can't cuss in front of mom. Yes, you can. I said, keep so, it. Get, give me your email, Poco. Give me your email because I'm going to shoot you that chat. And we go, yeah, he, yes. Uh, uh. Hey, I wanted to. So, CB, what have you got for us? And then, Lily, you're on deck. Okay. Uh, hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Hey. Hey, CB. What's Thanks up, ladies and gents? Oh, it's good. It's good. Well, uh, Lily did two uh, back-to-back uh, uh, whelp, uh, whelp, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 
going to get my copy at the convention. When I get there, yeah, I count. Yeah, I'm, I get to see my mama. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Yes. I'm going to hug her, and she's going to read me a story, and then I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be doing a head wrap convention, I mean a workshop, and I'm going to... Oh, you can show me, teach me I'm, how to I'm do gonna a be, head wrap. I'm going to be doing the head wraps, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring all my jewelry and stuff and all my things. So awesome. Gonna, yeah, so you'll see me. Yay! <laughs> put some of your CDs uh, on my table. Oh, oh yes, I I will bring them. Drop some on the table, and and make sure you listen to track eleven. No, I'm talking about for me to sell guess, it for you. Guess guess starring um Batman over there. No, I'll be selling them. <laughs> Drop them on my table because I'll be in. I'll have a table. Set. Oh no, it's not track eleven. Okay. He's on track thirteen. Yeah. Mama is trying to have a talk with you. you I know. Look. I hear Mama. I hear Mama. Mm-hmm. I hear okay. <laughs> Let, let's go back to the lineup. Stevie, what you got for us? Oh, I got a new toy, so I got to show a poem. I want to play with this toy. You mind? You better not. I'm going to play with this He got oh, toys. Really? Lily likes toys. What you got? Shut up, That sounds familiar. Ah. Shut up, I'm using myself. I'm using myself. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. <laughs> hey, Lily, you know I'm playing with you. I know. <laughs> have I ever told y'all about me? Okay. Y'all family. Let me, let me do this short poem so you can do 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 your long poem. <laughs> Here we go. You know what I'm saying? Know what I mean? That's a cat. Get it. I'm sorry. I love you. But I, <laughs> <there's nothing. laughs> 
nothing. N U S S I N, nothing. That makes me want to read the uh, Hustler's Code. The Hustler's Code. The Hustler's Code. I'm reading. I'm reading the Hustler's Code. Uh, whenever you're ready, let me know. I want you to hear this Hustler's Code. Um. So I'm next, right? <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> okay. Love you, Mom. Um, so what's the theme of the show? There is no theme. Silly. We acting silly. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um, I guess I can do super size. I. I want to get into my two-piece chicken and biscuit. But then my realistic goal of squeezing into my swim, two-piece swimsuit will only be a dream. I'm already seen as an outcast because my fat ass loves to eat. Whenever I'm seen on the street, they point and laugh at my stoochie, you know, that big bulge between my titties and my coochie. I noticed that people want to watch the big chick during my lunch break. They take notice of what I eat and shit. Why should I be ashamed of filling up on food? I can't help it. It's so good. Society is so fixated on body image that the natives will chase you off that village if your stomach hangs over your pants. They frown upon elastic waistbands, so they'll be brochures about lap band surgery on the break room table. <coughs> All you see on TV is a stable full of dimes, horse hair, and little tiny waistlines, and ginormous behinds. Never mind about a woman who keeps it real, who's intelligent and attempts to have her goals met. It's the booty that's the beauty in men's eyes. If you're bigger than a video hoe, then they're not interested. Then there are the skinny chicks who are all in front of you like, oh, yeah, this is that. They don't have an ounce of cellulite, so miss me with all of that. They have a new weight loss system that they're trying out called fat shaming, where they're blaming, mocking, and embarrassing larger frame people in hopes that they lighten the scale. My thoughts on people like that, they can all go to hell. Just because you're babysitting the buffet table where I'm while I'm there, won't stop me from filling my plate. I don't care. They're hating on my robust appearance while your husband is trying to get near it. There are much more pressing issues in the world than not having other people's approval. They have a negative impact on our youth who eventually resort to suicide because bullies make them feel ugly outside. Mind your business if you're not in the business to uplift. Get a grip on your own life. Big is beautiful despite what you think. Think about this. The average size, the average um, dress size for a woman is a 14. So that means that I'm above average. And you, not so much. On behalf of me, Kelly Clarkson, Adele, Gabby Cinebe, don't worry about us. We are big, sexy celebrities. Don't tear down our self-esteem by trying to demean full-size queens. For mothers and daughters and sisters and the women of some lucky man of dreams. If you want to help me be more healthier, then there's a nicer way to go about it. 
But if you're trying to mock me with fat jokes, I will punch you in your fucking lips. My weight loss goals are mine, not yours. I will close the door to insults. It's all about hashtag team me. I'm going to get it right, get it tight. But until I reach my weight loss goals, yes, I will take that extra roll with my two piece, please. Thank you. In peace. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Peace, love I like that, Lily. Yeah, biscuits for everybody. Y'all want some butter and honey? <laughs> anyway, say like it's better with others. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely love it. Thank you. Oh. Empowering piece it is. All right, we have a nice song on the line. Hi. Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Ah. How are you? Do you have something to share with us tonight? Oh, most definitely. All right. The name of this piece that I'd like to share tonight is called Polyester Daydreams. Polyester Daydreams. I like that name. And it goes like this. She scattered herself into existence out the silence of polyester daydream. The sight of 70 sequin gowns, the sound of jazzy funk of psychedelic fantasy. Of fire spewing dragonflies with rose petals for wings, soaring through orchestra halls above the din of her angelic voice. But her voice, but her choice is not to be with angels, but to be with the sons of men. Though godly thunder sounding, still gentle as breeze in spring, smoking mental split drifts help me define the freedom with heaven within, within the stillness between each sound uttered in which time ticks. Allowing flowers the moment to praise nature's dance of floating flutterbys and bumbling humblebees who verily see the fertile in which time talks. The drip drop of blood sweat of lovers, passions rain falling upon each other, making time stop for the moment, becoming the next moment, becoming the beat of heartbeats, advancing the zealous repeat of populatory actions. Verbal explosion discharging neuromuscular tensions at the height of carnal stimulation, and her scat once again begins. Or is that end? Her scat is the end of the beginning, the beginning of the end, the before, the hereafter, equally forever, birth making, love making, census taking. One plus one makes three. Supreme Diva liberates mental bounds, inspiring love sounds, heavenly organized noise. Wordless rhythmical articulation, fluid in depths of souls, harmonizing vocal facility, syncopation, filling and fulfilling eardrums, pollinating body, soul, heart, and mind, climaxing this polyester daydream opus, sublime. And see. Excellent piece. That was nice. Love that. 
Nice piece, man. Nice piece. Yeah. Definitely. What's your name? Very smooth flow, man. What's your name, brother? Nation. This is Nation. Nation, man. What's up? What's going on? Who is it? <laughs> What's up? Uh, hey, this is Lily. How you doing? Hey. So have you got anything going on, and where can everyone find you? Uh, find me on Facebook. It's uh, Poet Nishan Ray. Um, I'm working on my, I'm, I'm actually finished with writing for my poetry book. All the pieces of, of, are, are together. 70 pieces all together. Uh, my second book that I've, I've worked on, the first book was self-published in 99. Congratulations. Uh, okay. <clears throat> um, I've been I've been doing poetry since the since the mid nineties. Uh doing the circuit and stuff, college tours. Uh I haven't you done it in a while. You don't sound old enough, but um I don't sound old enough for forty six. <laughs> no, for, for the nineties. <laughs> right. But that's mm. wonderful. How, how were you in high school or, or college? I was about I was about twenty five when I started. Wow. Uh, actually, when I started like performing a lot, I started I, the first time I hit an open mic was I was eighteen. Wow. Uh, and I'm 46. Wow. Oh, really? You really sound, okay. you sound much younger, but um, I I, the wisdom, the wisdom that of his poetry, I always, you know, wonder how he was, um, had like, you know, old folks type wisdom and stuff in his poetry, so now I know. Yeah, and I was born in the 60s, so, so, you know, I was born in the 80s, no, no, the 90s. My All right. Well, you sound very polished, and I always enjoy your work. Appreciate that. I, try. Uh, I want to apologize for not opening up your line. I thought you were the one, one of the ones that were just not here to do poetry. So, <laughs> my apologies there. I'm glad you called back in, though. Not a problem. Yeah, we had a couple trolls earlier. So. Oh wow. Thank you for sharing. Welcome to the family. Welcome. Is Lily in here? Yeah. I said hi to you. Yeah. Oh. How you feeling, girl? I'm good. How are you feeling? All right. Congratulations on your feature earlier. Thank you. I don't you start. You. Don't you don't you start, Delvin. Very <laughs> soon. Uh, I, I, I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> All I gotta say is, you on track thirteen at the very end. So stop being. Yeah. Yeah. Get on with this. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Delvin. Bye, humbug. Bye, humbug. <laughs> 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 All right. 
Um, we are going to go to Carlene. Is that Carlene, Southwest Ohio? This is Mr. Romeo Romeo Dinati, how you doing? Oh, that's Romeo. Oh, mute my phone. Mute my phone. I got to listen to stereo. I got to listen to stereo. Mute my phone. Hi, Dinati. Hey, Lily. Hey, Mr. Haven. I was just calling in and Pocahontas. Yes. All the other listeners and and poetry lovers and poetry spitters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I would just I'm just through the listen. Um, I don't I don't like that he does that that he'll call in or just call the question. No, we need well, to listen to that. Well, and I actually actually I don't think I was able to recall this show before because I was on no, like a so talk sheet band for a minute. But thank you. But I I don't have a lot of power left on my phone. So I just want to listen as much as I can. But I just wanted to say um, I was supporting and peace and blessings to everyone. Uh, well, peace and blessings well, to you, Romeo. Your voice, <laughs> your voice sounds even better since you got older. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Let me move out the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, when Romeo first, it was about four or five, four years ago now, Romeo? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I believe so. It's mm-hmm. been a little minute. Yeah, I'm 36 now. So yeah, and his voice was lighter now. He's got that deep. It's getting that deep uh, treble. Uh, Ooh. What's, Ooh. The, what's the next? Oh, <laughs> got that sexy. Go, go, mama. Go, mama. Yeah, it's it's, oh. it's, it's Mr. Romeo D. Natty now. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> AKA Y'all better get in the game. I got to read the Hustlers code. Y'all got Hustlers coming on here. And uh, y'all ain't even. Uh-uh. Wait a minute, Mama. Oh, we going to talk later. I'll do, do, do a piece real quick if my yeah. phone holds up. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah mute your phone. I'll do phone, a piece that. Uh, I'm going to do this piece titled The Sweetest Fruit. My. I ask that you lend me your ear so I can touch your mind, say your heart, and enter to your soul with my thoughts. You're my tropical treats. Lips looking strawberry, succulent sweet. From the south of France, where they're known for the fine vines. I want to crush your great grape till you floor my hands. You taste so divine. Heavenly honeydew, sticky juice, so I'm stuck to you, just where I want to be. Your beauty's more rare than the rainforest endangered black rose species. I pollinate you like a Polynesian bumblebee. I love being inside your apple core, looking at you while you look at me. Perfect pineapples. Carefully crafted cantaloupe, juicy wet watermelon, sour in comparison to these. You, my favorite feast. My tongue tasted every point of your slight spark in the starfruit passion. Pomegranate seed pods come my coconut in your coconut milk, dude. But your pore is more pure than a purplish plum plum, addictive like Bohemian sugarcane rum. Of course I want some more 
Why you think I'm here for? Gathered in your gorgeous garden, down in no delectable delicacies as my redwood growing and hardening. I nibble for your peach tree. You drip like mango puree all over me. Priceless, like a jewel papaya in palace in Paris. We, we, ooh, we. You kiwi makes me speak different languages. You have the sweetest sour like the exotic Asian from Duca or Langstad. I hold you to a high esteem. You're worth more than a hundred pounds, Victoria the Queen, with reward for a fresh mango steam. I wanna squeeze your golden orange sunshine come quite gleam. They gob your juiciness flowing like a rose and apple. They say it tastes like rose water, but your flows like a stream. Then I dipped in your frozen white sapote ice cream. My moans are drowned out by your pleasurable screams. So tasteful. Classy, angelic. You must have fell out of gods. I don't heavily dream. That's my thoughts. What'd you think about that fruit, Mama? <laughs> I love it. I especially love that juicy mango. That juicy mango that was dripping. Oh, 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 Mama, oh. oh exotic. Mama. Mama, oh, 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 mama, oh, 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 oh. It ain't mama, oh, it's mama, oh. oh no. mm-hmm. Mama, mm-hmm. mama, mm-hmm. I love you, mama. Y'all so silly. Y'all, I don't like mama like that. You gotta stop that shit, y'all. He but, said mango. Sometimes that's not a bad mm-hmm. word. He said kiwi. No, it's not a bad word. Said, <laughs> it just depends on where your mind is. No, come quiet. You know where my mind is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he didn't leave no room to try to make you guess. He told Mama you what it was. Mama mango. Mama mango. Mango. I ain't never going to be able to eat mango again. Let me see Mama. Mm, mm, mm. And that, and, that, and that juice and that juicy mango. I'm back on you. I'm back on you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He got the nerve to be trying to say, like, you know, he's shy. He can't take his uh, remarks. We're going to give you some remarks on that poem. That was uh, totally give it exotic. To him, Mama. That was exotic. It was well done. Uh, it took you there. I mean, you, we went right there with you. Where did it take you, Mom? <laughs> and if you can take a 67 to La La Land. I don't ever you. want to hear the word kumquat again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on the mango juice. So I ain't even oh. got to the kumquat and the kiwi. Oh. <sighs> Yes, that. Uh, that I'm awesome. gonna look at fruit salad ever the same again. <laughs> yep. And see, that's how you do it. You know, everybody got their own own interpretation of that poem. Everybody yeah. in this room, in this cipher, got their own interpretation uh-huh. of that poem. Uh-huh. He left uh-huh. a lot to the imagination, and uh, Lily uh-huh. went there. Lily just went there. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I was. No. Lily went uh-huh. there. <laughs> Yes, mama. you did. Yes, you did. Uh, mama, mama. You went mama. there. You went there. You went there. Well, we're going to eat pizza and say it's getting dinner, man. Juicy mango, mama. 
from you. We lead like my other culinary delight, poetic piece, Thanksgiving dinner. A lot. Uh, that's, uh, that's another one of your pieces. Uh, <laughs> mama, mama, I'm raising my hand. Someone's threatening to bust my my behind. Make them stop. <laughs> Why are they bothering you? They don't. I don't know. Make them stop. Mama. I can't make them stop if I don't know who it is. He's bothering my baby. <laughs> Who's bothering my baby? Is he? All right. <laughs> Romeo. Romeo, what have you got going on? I'm, I just got a love of poetry going on. That's it. That's it. I'm back on view. Whatever. Wow, that was awesome, Romeo, for real. That really that was. was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful, and I greatly Thank appreciate you. I greatly appreciate that. That was so bad to you. Thank you. All right. We have Southeast Ohio on the line. Welcome. Carlene. Arlene, okay, so I got Southwest and Southeast mixed up. Okay. How you doing? Hi, Carlene. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's your phone. Your phone is sounding a little choppy. Yeah. We were trying to. Did you drop it? Can you hear me? I can hear you, but it sounds like you're yelling in the phone, and it's still not that loud. It sounds like you dropped your phone, and your speaker is loose or something. But, uh, we can hear you, we can hear you, but it's just not the normal, you know, clear, clarity. Clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's bad. Go to a different spot. Is that better? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I didn't even have nothing ready. I was just going to come and listen. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, you cannot, Carmine. I, I'm, I'm going. I got you. So I got you. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mirrors. Today I see you with my eyes. Tomorrow. I'll see you with my thoughts. Yesterday, seeing you through the windows of my soul, left sweet tunes of you playing melodies in my head, thinking of your silhouette shadows following me everywhere I go, from the scent of your cologne lingering in my sweater from your embrace, has left me looking, waiting anxiously for our next encounter in peace. I was a tease, but it was good. Uh-huh. Yeah, she said that was what? It's a tease, but it was good. <laughs> it was what, but good? She said teaser. It was a tease. Oh. A little bit. Oh, oh, you want me to do another one? Yeah. Yeah. 
Lord. Uh, oh, God. Okay, I got one. Uh, I'll do something I did earlier today. Let me find these two pages. Is this out of your book? Yes, ma'am. Well, while you're looking there, I want to let Lily and, and, and Lion and um, Kane Spade and, and yourself it's, and everybody know I have a, a program Lyon coming back on in, in May where you can uh, read out loud. We'll read out loud from your book. What line are you talking about? It's called Reading Out Loud. You talking about Delvin? Hi, Delvin. Yeah. Hey, Marcia, how you doing? (laughs) All right. How are you? Oh, I can't complain. You know that. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Hello, Joe. I know you're there somewhere. Actually, it showed that he hung up earlier. Oh, he's gone. Okay. Well, I hope you all heard me about are we starting back up reading out loud. Anybody want to promote their book on reading out loud? Me and Gail just will read the poems out of your book. And um, oh, you oh, oh you gonna read, you gonna recite one of my tracks of um, Freaky Tales, Mama? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Just, if, if, if it's in a book, yeah, we don't care. We read, we read whatever, well, I'll, I'll tra- whatever you want to promote. I'll print it out for you and let you recite. Which one should I let her do? Well, what they usually do is they send us, uh, they send us a, um, the manuscript to the email, mm-hmm. and we read it from. We read through it and pick out the ones we want to read. I can't pick out the one I want you to read, Mom. No, we pick out what we want to read out of <laughs> out of your book. Take it to me. You have no choice. Well, then do yeah. She can have somebody come in and read whatever she wants them to read. She can pick a person that she wants to, that she knows that she wants to hear them read her poem. It's called yeah. reading out loud. She can bring her guest in to read, but we read what we like out of the book. Okay, I, and interview yeah. you, and we do an interview. Okay, I would love to hear you recite something out of Freaky Tales. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Joe's a good reader. Maybe Joe will come in and read it for you. And Robbie Baby, he reads erotica real good. <laughs> uh, so, do you, so do you, Mama. <laughs> I, I, I do. That, I that one about the jungle, what, what was that one? That one. Down in the Congo? Something about it was down deep. Down in the Congo. Real deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't me, though. That was the goddesses when she came down. <laughs> well, she wanted to come back. Okay, are y'all ready to hear her first? Yes. Okay. This is called, um, did I lose it? Oh, man, I think I lost it. Okay, y'all ain't going to be able to hear I think I lost it. I had it pulled up. Let me see if it's going to come back. Nope, it ain't coming back up. I gotta find it again. So okay. I had it pulled up for y'all, but I don't see it now. I don't know what happened to it. Sweet lady, I said I'd get back to you. You got a piece, honey? I have a short piece. It's, um, Sweet lady. Yeah, I have a short piece. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay, I learned a new poetry form, and if anybody knows, I love form poetry. And this is called a septolet. 
And I learned from our poetic brother, Dre Wonder Jones. He's good at form poetry. But anyway, I took some titles that people gave me and put them all together in seven short pieces to make one poem. And Ryan is telling me I need to speak up. So, okay, here goes. <laughs> and it's called Naked Poetry because normally I put pictures up, but there's no picture with this one. So here goes. There's a place in my heart where your name is a permanent tattoo. Melodic tones in your silky smooth voice comprise the notes of my heart song. I close my eyes. Your face appears. Your smile sketches etched in my mind. Sometimes I wish I could tell you face to face, but fear stifles emotion. When in love, people do stupid things that at the time makes perfect sense. Ink stains drip from my quill and teardrops fall from my eyes, from my angel brown eyes, as I sit alone at my desk, heart speaking, inscribing my naked poetry. In peace. Aww. I like that. I like that too. Thank you. That's so sweet. What? Oh, whatever. Uh, who is that? Uh, uh, I didn't recognize that voice. It's me, sweet lady. That's lying. That's lying. That's with me. Well, I like that piece. That was nice. Did you find that piece you were looking for? No, but I couldn't. I couldn't find it. But I have another one here. It's not that one. Now I have a poem about cyberspace. Y'all want to hear that? Okay. Hi. It's called a long poem about cyberspace and the people who live there. And I, basically, us. We wouldn't even know each other. Probably. Uh, if it weren't for cyberspace. And then, you know, we get attached to people, and then they leave, or they put their status so high you can't talk to them anymore. <laughs> you have to be a fan. <laughs> you know, I lost speech. <laughs> anyway, so that's what this poem is about. And other things, so you got to kind of, like, use your own interpretation. Okay, the name of it again is A Long Poem About Cyberspace and the People Who Live There. Before, when we were young, we were together, all of us. A while back when you were young, I was youthfully older. We were together back then as space and time had arranged. As some of us were offended, never wanted to share the same space here in cyberspace or on planet Earth, but the universe dictated that we be in motion at the same time, same station, stationed on this plane. Although we were not headed in the same direction, we circled the planet and landed on Facebook, 
at different times, different place, same space, and we waited 400 revolutions of the moon. Now that I know what has happened to you, I know now where you've been and what you've been through. Tell me again, why should I remember? Tell me something I never knew about you. What do you want me to know? Can I imagine that if we prayed, what could have happened if we just prayed? What could have happened if we would have waited to get into paradise if we meet again the old-fashioned way, you know, by chance? Maybe my soul would be restless and unsure I'd even make it there, heaven that is. But this is cool, better than heaven, better than a black-and-white movie and a TV with static, and then, you know, you who I never knew in the flesh, my spirit takes you. You go with me everywhere I go. This is the 21st century. My time is not now. Loyalty and vanity ain't friends. But this cyber karma, it gets expensive investing in people that just might disappear with your love offerings, into thin air, cyber air, puff, like into a jack-leg preacher who disappears after a sweet sermon, wore your T-shirt with pride, bought your lies and your book, held up your dreams with borrowed clothespins like a clean sheet blowing in the wind. We were cyber neighbors and friends until you changed your status, and you mock me now. You glorified traitor, I was warned, people pleasing and pimping, and now we're friends no more. Where did you go, cyber heaven? This is the 21st century, and my time is not now. Different world, different understanding of how love behaves. I met you on the ground, cannot reach you now. You're living up too high in the cyber sky. When you get back to the ground and make your rounds, it'll be too late. The wolves would have already devoured me. I confess I've eaten the sour cyber grapes. You, your paranoid behavior betrays you. I've been peeped you, but your secret is safe with me. A Clevelander, me, that's not how we roll. Been round 360, but I'm back here with those who knew me in the flesh in the 60s when I was tender. People, people who know how real I am know respect is due. Dude, also to those of you who follow through in the real world and found me in cypher. Some we meet again, some we meet here and there and everywhere. We are leftovers from the same clan, now in the same time, place. But this is not heaven. However, we are together. Shall we meet again after this? Life is no life after this. Like there's no more than mere like. There's only like here, only like, no love. No love button. Since this realm is not physical, will these messages of love and letting go float through the universal traffic like a SOS Morse code? Well, it's been nice knowing you, and I guess, I mean, I think, I mean, I hope, I really mean, I don't know. If you know my purpose has business with your purpose, then all of this is on purpose. Then, amen. In poem. In the air. Got a way of words. Uh-huh. 
That's the way to do it, Mama. <laughs> That's only a wizard or word. Okay. Loved it, Mama. Thank you. I love all your work, but did you do the Pongo yet? Man, that's what I want. That's what I want. I love it. It is the music I love. Yeah. Yeah. Miss it. Can I share another piece? I think we're going to start at the top. I'm going to go with Star, followed by Lion, and then by Lily. Okay. And we'll work through one more round. Okay. Star, you are up. Okay, I have it. I accidentally clicked out of it for a second. This is called Spiritually Sensible. Though I struggle to hear, horns can honk, rails be rode, over time they become pain. Until your music infects my spirit, going through life, hoping for a larger range of sounds, yet only the middle is allowed until I read your fonts, revealing new, revealing new sounds to me, wondrous in so many ways, oscillating in dreams of sound, riding on clouds of thunderous beats, driving to seek more sounds through my feet. Evening read, your music plays. Every beat vibrates my days. Can I please another time? Another beat as my ears play the mind? How can I feel each font? Every word turns to notes. An angel arrives, arrives as my spirits float. Reading the sounds I can now hear. Peace, poet. <laughs> Peace. Well, as always. Nice. Very, very poetic. That's very Hello. Hey. I just heard my sister Star. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Hello, queens and kings and everyone in between. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. Been a long night, but I had to come by and show my love and recite. Greatly appreciated. Do you have something to share with us tonight? Oh, um, what are we doing? It is Whatever open. You want. Okay. <laughs> well, since it's National Poetry Month, the passion of a poet never dies. 
I wrote this last year. And I haven't written on so long. I'm humbled to the person for bringing me along. Raise the pens, I'm back in. I'm in a whole new world that I had never dreamed of being in before. But I thank God for bringing the right people in my life at the right time. And God knew the passion would come back to my season. And the passion of the poet never ends. And I really didn't believe I had it within. And all the poets with all the beautiful talents went to write a poem today and all in my head it was. And oh no, oh no, oh no, I'm looking frantically all over the place and no pen, no pen. Now what, I, I knew I had it with me, but I've been carrying my book and pen everywhere. No doubt with me. Oh, what a relief. Be back home to my pen, realizing poetry, what poetry really meant. The National Poetry Bunch pens up. Keep the ink flowing like the rain on a nice night. Never stop. Keep the pens up. And here's to everyone on National Poetry Month. Because the passion of a poet never dies. That's that piece. Angel. That was nice. Yeah, poet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Thank you, good. Yeah. I enjoyed that. It was wonderful. I love the content. I love the content. It's a great form. It was very beautiful. It's a while. I enjoyed it. So, Angela Love, what have you got going on, and where can everyone find you? Facebook under Angel Ms. Angel Love. You can find me on Reverb Nation under Angel Love. You can find me on SoundCloud under Ms. Angel Love. And pretty much over in one positive way. Uh, Angel, I didn't know that was you. Okay, let me put it this way. You can find me under Melissa Lavender Dean right now. <laughs> I call you Melissa all the time. I keep forgetting those Mama? Names. Yes. Okay. I thought that was you. Yes, I, I Lavender. Just, I just spent my evening with Lavender earlier. Lavender, that's what I, you know, that's what I see most of the time. But I spoke when you came on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah recognize my voice. After just hearing me last night, after you cued me in, Mama Ola Ola Daisy. Yes. <laughs> Very <laughs> Mama. I was I was so just on your show that. earlier, Lab, um, Melissa. Mhm. That would be. Hmm. Oh, you know how many people popped up when Lily, Lily, Lily. Pocahontas. Is Mr. Haven. 
Yeah. She's going to bend her over my knee, and then she told me, okay, I know what she told me. Never mind. <laughs> 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 I am cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Who are you talking time. to, Angel? I was trying to get Pocahontas' attention. Pocahontas. Okay, because I'm uh, are, you, are you still doing uh, around? Yes. Okay. I'm going to put the phone down for a minute. When it's my turn, open it back up so I can hear while I got to walk in the kitchen to get something to drink. All right. Okay. Put me on mute for okay. a second. Okay. We're going to go with Lion, then Lily, and then we'll go with Sweet Lady and Nason. We're going to go with Lion, then Lily, and then we'll go with Echo. Echo. Wow. Nation. Nope. Echo. Yes, there is. Leave somebody because they uh they computer down. Leave somebody because they uh they computer down. Why? I heard it twice. Y'all hear that? Okay. You're you're enjoying that too. Yeah, much. I totally lead. I mean, I told Poco to mute the mute the mute me. You're, you're okay. Okay. Yeah, I told- there we go. Okay. All right, Lion. Oh, uh, I'm always accused and I write happy poems, so this is my first attempt. Uh-huh. I daydream sometimes about you and I, and we're able to exist in a moment where you belong to me. Where the only tears that identify your eyes will be born of joy. Now, I bear no false teachings in the understanding of love, so I know it takes more than just love to make us work. See, we will work and we will fight, but we will also compromise. And even in the deepest pit of my rage, your love will shine as an everlasting reminder of where I belong. I'm positive that I could exist without you, but my love. I wish to live, live in the moments where I belong to you, tending to your wounds one by one until you're better. I'll kiss away the sickness and I'll hold the cold away in your bones and I will bear any inflicted pain intended for your smile. I don't know if you know this, but the breath that escaped your lips when you told me you loved me commanded this heart to beat once more. Now it only beats for you. Living in the moments when you trace your when you trace hearts in the inside of my palm with your fingertips, the way you stroke my dreads as I lay in your lap, and the moments when you stare at me, thinking I don't notice the way love seeps into your stare, and in those moments I always whisper to myself, my heart and my soul, I love you too. Oh, uh, so beautiful. All right, brother. You already know. He's lying. He's always so passionate. I could just grab up to his shirt tail and him read to me all day. I'm going to mess up. Huh? Uh, he's trying to mess us up with your with your romantic stuff. You know. 
know, y'all always think I'm not. I don't always have happy endings. So I'm not trying. To you have, you do happy stuff. You know you do. Yeah, we enjoy it. Um, there is a collab on my um on my fan page. I'm just saying. Yes. One I got punked into, but I don't say that right. No, you started that, and I just finished it. Thank you. <laughs> but I appreciate the love. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. All right, Lily. So I'm going to go the opposite direction. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. Should I do Dream Killer or who got next? Dream Killer. Who got next? Who got next? Who got next? That question scared me, yo. That question scared me. Let's go with this. So which one am I doing? Who got next? Who got next? Oh, Lord. Okay. Lord. <sighs> okay. Okay, black people. Hide your kids. Hide your men. It's hunting season once again. That's right, boys and girls. We hunting for niggers. Pulling triggers when you run. Shoot you down just for fun. Come on down. Who's going to be the next victim on Lose Your Life? Where all of you tar babies lose, whether we're you're, we're wrong or right. See, we have the authority by an overwhelming majority to shoot you dead like the rabbit dogs that you are. This badge right here states that we own you, like we owned your ancestors, like when we raped your wives and sisters. We will administer any and all punishment we feel that you deserve. We're the boogie monsters who hide under your bed. You need to get this shit through your head. We are in control of your beaten heart. We will determine when, not if, it stops. If you don't want to play your part, we'll give you a running start before you take before we take you down. See, we're not just going to take over your town, but this whole U.S. of A. KKK, we have ways of destroying you. Your little groups want to protest? Go ahead. We have plenty of bulletproof vests and masks. Let's choke your asses out with some tear gas. Throw you in jail and lock you away like some cage monkeys. Don't matter if you catch us on video because we run this show. We have politicians under our belt. You felt the uh, mental whip that we inflicted on you? We're taking over Florida, the rest of the South, and all throughout the nation. This killing sensation is the best thing since we hung your asses from trees. I don't know why you people consider our former extermination a global tragedy because you're killing off your own kind and your own community anyway. You rob for the thrill and fill your race up with drugs. If you don't give a fuck, why should we? We vow to make your lives hell because your black lives don't matter. We will shatter your very existence for as long as you live, which won't be too long if we have it our way. We'll stomp on you, your blackberries until your juices stay in the streets. You will feel the agony from these feet. What won't kill you should make you weaker because we are the seekers and destroyers of your youngsters. Your children have no future because they are easily distracted. And the fact that they fight each other gives us great pleasure. 
We are the boys in blue who will wipe out all you black sons of bitches. Believe that. Our guns stay cocked, loaded, and ready to have target practice on your kids. There's not a damn thing that you can do about it. We will accomplish our goals until our last breath. So tell me, nigger, who got next? Powerful. Girl, you got yeah. envy us. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 you did. Yeah. Damn. That's some hot okay. stuff. I was kind of scared to post it the other day. <laughs> 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 you know, I was never scared to anything. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There is some old face, sir. Let me tell you. That's what I call Virgil. Verbal vigilantism. That's what I call that. Uh, powerful piece, Lily. Thank you. All right, sweet lady. Do you have another piece to share with us? I do, I do. Yay. I've only done this piece once, and it was actually on your show a couple months ago. It was last month, though. It was done April 20th of last year, so it's called Playing With Matches. Hey, young world, the world is yours. Hey, young world, you've got the world at your fingertips, but you're playing with matches with no fear of fire and no regard for the consequences of your actions. Matters of the heart aren't to be taken lightly. Neither is giving your body to someone. When you lay together, your energies connect Two bodies become one, and when all is said and done, you take a piece of the other person with you. You may think it's just sex, young lady, but think of the heartache it would bring when your phone doesn't ring after you let him hit it on the first date because he told you you had pretty eyes and you thought he really liked you. You may think you're just friends with benefits, young man, but think of how you would feel if she looked at another boy after letting you smash, and that's just the emotional part. For every action, there's a reaction, and repercussions are real. The statistics are rising. Babies having babies are even worse. STDs, herpes, gonorrhea, syphilis, and the killer HIV. Young world, listen up. Take heed to my words. I don't mean to preach, but to teach to prevent a hard lesson learned. I'm just trying to warn you before you get burned. Okay, let me be honest. I remember a time when I played with matches for the sake of not being alone. I gave my body, heart, and soul in the name of love. I should be left lonelier than ever. I suffered third-degree emotional burns that left me charred and deeply scarred. And it's taken forever for my wounds to heal. So trust me, I know exactly how you feel. We all want to know how it feels to be loved. But if they love you, they'll wait for you, and you'll know when it's real. Virginity is the gift of innocence, so please hold on. Because once you give it away, then poof, it's gone. You can't get it back, so think before you act. Stop playing with fire. Pyromaniacs get burned. Put the matches down. Hey, young world. The world is yours. And peace. Mm, powerful truth there. Very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> I enjoyed that piece. Yeah. Most definitely. 
All right, there's John, followed by Carlene, and then followed by Phoebe. All right, I'm having a hard time deciding between two pieces. Uh, the first piece called Circumvention of Conception, and the second piece called Poisoned Punani. Which I'm not ready now. Huh? Ah, okay, you, you know what to spit. Ah. Now, I'm, I'm torn between the two because they're both pretty new. I say poison to that. Poison to that. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. Poison to Position. She stands. Femme fatale. Literally. Hiding beneath the curves, hiding beneath the allure, hiding beneath that devilish grin lies the real demon within, painted, tarnished, terrible to think that this person with gifts of seduction would fit the category of the untouchable. She whored herself to this position. She showed herself to be queen-like in her whorishness. What she offers for a price which keeps her burning soul, young soul sailors cause some of them foolishly pay to play for her price. But though she is the untouchable, she is touched rough-like by the most corrupt creatures the hood has to offer, partaking poisoned punani, diseased flesh, Passing it on and on and on to the next. Unsuspecting, witness to know, these foolish victims become because they fail to heed simple instructions stated in hygiene class. You're thinking right if you protect yourself by wrapping it up tight. Before you're wicked in the bed, you must write something on your head. Wicked in the bed, you must write something on your head. Wicked in the bed, you must write something on your head. Wicked in your bed, you must write something on your head. Wrapping it up can save your life. Keeping STDs and STIs out of your body. There are times to swap saliva, share secretions, share ourselves with others. Just think before you share these with another. How special is this one to your heart? Will this person be brought back to meet dad and mom? Is this person worth dying for? First, hypothetically. Then, literally. If the answer to all your questions is no, you shouldn't even be with this fool that has nowhere to be in the future. Heaven forbid thinking about you even thinking about sleeping with this individual rule. Hashtag think right, wrap it tight, and peace. Wow. I got a one. Water on myself here. Hold on. 
interesting. Mm. I enjoyed it. Most definitely. Now it's phenomenal, please. Well, that's one of my newest pieces. All right. Thank you very much, Nishan. Carlene. Something else to share with us? Yes. I pulled out something. Uh, I have one called Shattered Glass Cut Deep. Because All right. I one of uh, Miss Fab's writing prompts on her show. <laughs> My heart felt like shattering thinking of you. Falling through the shattered glass, blurred vision. Walking on blades. Cracking. Cutting the clock from confused mental blocks. A defeat, reaching out in thin air as they pass without one sense worth of recognition. I fell for you. I cherished you. Not a pleasure neglected or refused as you slept and just walked away in the dark, my heart falling apart as the shattered tinted colors of my thoughts piercing my self-esteem of you using and abusing a queen. A true gift, letting her defenses down, shattered. Fatal attraction cut deep. But my peace, you won't keep. My heart shall repair the broken, shattered pieces and not weep until my true king comes along in peace. Wonderful piece. <laughs> All right, Steve. All right, that was Carlene CB. Truly, <laughs> truly a powerful, wonderful piece, Carlene. <laughs> oh, they're alive. Oh, it's my turn, is it? Yes, it is. Love your piece, Carlene. Thank you. Hey, I like that piece, CB. Is that CB? I didn't know you was here. <laughs> yes, hey, dear. C- <laughs> hey, CB. What's up? Hey, CB. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, CB? <laughs> <laughs>
Is he, she, it true to you, like you, to the grave? Jealousy, petty. Give a little, not so much as to give enough, but not enough to empty. I once lost my soul to the world, bitch I found in the most unusual places. A damn naked book, back in my middle ages, two-page stuck in the funniest spot. Oh, who guides you? I smile at those occasions. A bit of my soul I once found in a flower, the brightest blue. So who guides you? Laugh for the outrageous. Who guides you? Would you gods be like you? Do you deserve better? If so, who's God's better than you? Peace, baby. Peace. Baby. I love everything. Right now. Everything. Yeah, yeah baby. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely. So, CP, you got anything going on? Nah, I'm just doing, trying to do these 30s, trying to struggle through these 30s, you know. That's okay. what I'm doing. I don't know that, Brad. I saw, I saw, I saw you. Know, you. Okay. I see you. All right. Mama O. All right. Mama O. Yes. Hello? You have another piece, Mama O? I got the Huffers code. I put it in the event page. So y'all Hello? Yeah, I put it you in the... You have another piece, Mama O? I yeah. got the Huffers code. I put it in the event I put it in event room. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, y'all could read it in there. And I'm getting ready to um to edit it. Okay. okay. I was gonna let you do one more and then we're gonna close out. Okay, well, um I'll go ahead and do it then. Hustler's code. Um wait a minute. I was just getting ready to, to um I'll wait, I'll edit it in a minute minute, okay. Um it's called Hustler's Code and it goes like this. You got game. You got game. I got game. Some folks recognize the game and give your game a pass. Don't diss the game. If you got game, respect the game. Running game, survival battle, the slickest slick means slimy, the wittiest. Yes, plenty witty. He got plenty wit. She got plenty game. But she pretty with it. Pretty with it. He got plenty tricks to baffle and impress Olo. Brilliant. 
bullshit baffles. Brilliant bullshit baffles, though, commands respect. Play your role well and stay alive. You've got game. I got game. Good game recognizes good game, and the lame game is for lames. Is that what you bring? If that's what you bring, stay out of the game, lame brain, or Olu will sting. Wow. That's real game stuff. That's true. I loved it. Respect the game. Mm-hmm. You know, Olu is a little African deity that runs around playing tricks and conning everybody. And you know, most Nigerians, um, they are ruled by Olu. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of um, a lot of uh, people don't know he's that little character that runs around. Uh, you got Obala, Olu, and um, Oshun, and a lot of the little deities. But uh, he's the one that plays all the tricks and got all the game running game, the four one one confidence game, and all different types of games, any kind of game. Olu runs it. But, uh, he oversees the game too. So if your game ain't good, <laughs> get out the game. Love <laughs> mm. Well, I enjoyed myself tonight, Poco, and everyone, and Lion, and uh, it was just a very intimate, just a fun. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. My cheeks are hurting. I've been smiling and laughing so much. <laughs> So okay. I'm going to I am going to listen do online to close it out. So just because I hang up doesn't mean I'm not listening. I am going to listen online. Okay. All right. This piece is called Eye Candy. Beautiful, strong. Chiseled, deep smile. My eyes lingered a moment, but the physical only penetrated one sense. Be more than eye candy. It takes so much more to capture my attention and allow me to explore your beautiful mind. Make me close my eyes that you may call out third eye girl. Make me lick my lips in anticipation of what comes next. Feed me with thoughts, not empty come-on lines. Tell me lines you've never shared with the intent of undressing your soul. Kiss my third eye with the intent of sticky sweet, and I am not every girl. I am once in a lifetime. Tell me you aren't afraid because souls are sticky. Allow me to rest in your shade. I am not easily dazzled. I have heard the same lines a million times, and I want to hear that which you haven't shared. Engage in conversations, not I'm so great publications. 
I'm not looking for a generic bio. Connecting. He watched her leave within the embrace of another because he never asked. The last song came and went, and please don't come with, I have 50%. That is what divorce was made of. Commitment. I am all or nothing, anything worth having. I am not that flavor you savor in a moment. I am the sole food of a lifetime. There are no hit and runs when you live life with purpose. He brings kisses with intentions and he takes his time to learn me. I am not everyone's cup of tea, but he believes he can be. To accept the harsh lines with the subtle together, that I have the strength of a warrior and life has not been kind. But it isn't something that he takes personally. Being strong doesn't make me a bitch. That I command my lands to the best of my capabilities and many live in the beautiful, beautifully painted life and can't find it to commit in truth. It hurts their delicate sensibilities. It is about what we can live with. I am a lover, not a fighter. I build with outrageous dreams because I dare to. A limit on my dreams is like trying to bottle up the universe. It takes a strong man to rule with a strong woman and to feed her vision that she may support your everything. To rise up and build better, people seeking, people of action, not reaction. One's attitude determines one's altitude, and we have not time to tear down others. Hating is a waste. That's beautiful. Can I play? That's beautiful. <laughs> I, I love that. Yes, yeah, I love all your work. Your delivery, your voice, that's full package. I just love it. Okay, here's the end. We are too busy building, doing what needs to be done. Getting real with ourselves, knowing that people talk and your opinion of me is none of my business. That if I imprison myself in others' opinions, I sell myself short. Opinions won't cause change. Actions will. My beliefs are to better myself. They are not a scale with which to judge. We are all broken. Seeking ways to become whole. I will better myself, for truly this is all I control. He is the strength that encourages me. He is the base where he encourages my vision that he may see love isn't for those weak at heart. It is in the plane to the next level of consciousness. It is the mirror to our strength and weakness. It is the path that leads to a higher knowledge of self. The moment you realize and internalize and Lovely. Definitely. 
I want to thank you all for coming out. It has been an amazing show, and my cheeks hurt. I've been smiling and mocking so much. So I'm glad for each and every one of you. You all have a beautiful, blessed week, and we will be back okay. next week. Thank you. Thanks for the platform, Paco. Yeah. Good night. Good night, Good night. everyone. Good night. 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 Good night.